On this week's episode, we discuss Rogue One. How many Bothans does it take to recover the plans for a Death Star? Is Jin paper thin? And does director Krennic look like a bitch? You're listening to 24 Flames Per Second. And welcome to another episode of 24 Flames Per Second. I am your host, Robert Spiewak Bohorkas. And this week we are discussing the Star Wars prequel some people were asking for. Rogue One came out this last winter and is brand new, fresh on Netflix for all of our viewing pleasure or displeasure. Take it take it uh, however, you, however you feel. It's pleasure. It's okay. pleasure. Yeah, ghosts are already... <laughs> Everyone's got something to say. Today, yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, Halloween, Halloween in July. Um, uh, you heard some of the, some people, but before we get to all of them, uh, the cheer M way to my base Malbus. Will Paulson, how you doing? Good, Robert. You know, I'm feeling a little weird today. Oh yeah, why are you feeling weird? Because we don't have a table and we we're not sitting next table. to each other. <laughs> <laughs> my roommate took her table to beer pong or something, and so. <laughs> Yeah. Now we're just sitting in like Everyone's a circle. Got mat mics There's in their laps. Cables everywhere. <laughs> it's usually chaos, but but uh, yeah, today was good. Day? I uh, I uh, was uh, uh, at a function at the bar near my house. It's a fundraiser for Planned Parenthood. Yeah, you know, right now everyone loves Planned Parenthood. Well, I mean, Not everyone, everyone should everyone should love Planned everyone Parenthood. Everyone should love Planned Parenthood. Uh, and. Uh, I was in a dunk take, so I'm still a little damp. You're a little damp over there? Yeah. Moist. Nice. It's a special Moist. problem. How about you, Robert? I'm good. What have you, you been up to? Oof. It was a hot day at the zoo today. Oh, you were at the zoo today? Yeah. You know, I never asked you, what, where does Spiwak come from? That's a good, Your mom. That's a Is it just something you made up? Not, it's a, it's Is that a, actually it's your a middle family name? name? I've never no, asked no. you your middle name. It's a... <laughs> It's um, I had older brothers, and they made up nonsense and gave it to me as a nickname. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't know I that. I think I have no idea where, where they thought of it. <laughs> oh, My I thought it was something you came up with. No. Which... I thought that was your actual name. Yeah, me too. I thought you had two last Fuck. names. Nope. <laughs> I wish I'd asked you this like four years ago. <laughs> yeah, the, all the mystery is gone. I got a hyphen, you know? No. I mean, uh, the hyphens are in. Do hyphens have to have something after them? Yeah, I think I, they're not. Type, unless it's a Twitter handle. That's a typo without it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, hey, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, my uh, my real middle name is David, and so, anyways, uh, Will, did you walk? Would, oh no! I, well, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> Let me I didn't. don't choke on your question. aspiration. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You choked on your own. Yeah. <laughs> did you watch a movie this week? I did not watch the movie this week. Uh, I didn't know which movie we were doing until a few hours. It was a ago. flurry, yeah. This is a <laughs> we did drunk flurry. watch this about yeah, a week and a half yeah, ago, a probably week, <laughs> half ago. We, but we like took a break halfway through to go to the bar. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we came back and finished. Yeah, it. It are got, we are we foreshadowing like the, all the discussion we're going to have? Like, Maybe. We, we, I don't think you can be that biased. It's not okay. Uh, but <laughs> we we gushed about it for sure. But oh yeah, no, yeah, because it's great. Right. Nice. Uh, fine film. But no, I didn't watch it this week. Debatable, that and that debate's going to happen. That's what's up. Um, speaking <laughs> of, let's uh, <laughs> dive into all the other people that have been chiming in before it's their time. Uh, I'm going to start with our roasters. We have returning from the La La Land episode, <laughs> the La La Land roasters. Uh, we have Maddie Von Hoff. Hey, everyone. How you doing? Awesome. Good. And uh, Kevin Connor. Hello. Yeah. And I don't care how you're doing. And, uh, on fair. the defense, on the Mixing defense, it up this week, we have two defenders for the first time because they were here. And uh, to my left, we have John Boy McCollum. The force be with you. Yeah. Oh, you you're do. that guy. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, and, and also, also joining us, Scott Calvert. Well, hi. How are you? So good. Right on. Glad I made it. Yeah. Um, and so, jo- uh, not John Boy, Scott. Mm, hi. Uh, you're in the hottest of seats. You get oh, to gosh. do a movie in a minute this week. 
um, where you give us the whole plot synopsis, spoilers mm. and all, of Rogue One, and this is going to be particularly entertaining because you haven't seen it since it was in theaters. All right, full disclosure, I saw 20 minutes of it last night before I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, no. So I got the intro on lockdown. You know you're, you know you're on the defense. Tight, man. You got this. Right? Yeah, which, which you, if it's an hour, it's two hours long, which means I have like 20-something seconds. Hey, Scott. Yeah. You're one with the force, and the force is with you, bro. And also I got you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, John Boy will clean up if you don't make it the rest of the way. Um, but uh, are you ready? <sighs> as ready as I'm going to be. All right. Three, two, one, go. All right. So the, uh, oh, shit, not the force awakens. Damn, this is a bad start. So Rogue One starts yeah. out right before A New Hope, which is episode four, which is the first movie that ever came out that was Star Wars happens. And it's about... Uh, Shit, a guy on a planet, and somebody comes down from the Empire and tries to, like, get him to come back. He's going to finish the uh, Death Star plans for the Empire. And he goes, no! And his daughter runs away and gets taken off by some guy that turns into a crazy-ass cyborg. And then time goes by, and the rebels bust the girl out of jail, and they're like, ah, oh, you got to help us. And he's like, no! And then she's, they're like, yeah, come on. And she's like, all right. And then that happens, and they go with uh, oh, fucking... Mexican guy and Cassian, dude. Cassian as well as no helping K2SO and they go out into space and they try to make things happen and I'm really blurry on the middle which is bad because I'm pitching this entire movie and then what happens is they land on a plan a planet that it looks like a, it's like tropical Star Wars and they got to find the Death Star plans they have this whole crazy battle and it's crazy and they pick up on this place that I already missed this like a and you're fucking out of kung fu guy wonderful <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Um, not bad. Close. I was not, panicked, not bad. Man. You got most of the way there. Um, That's harder than I thought it would be. That is. It's tough, man. I would have to practice, and then it would be tight. Welcome, Damn. welcome to the show. All right, we'll um, tap out. Tap out. Yeah. So, John Boy, if you would uh, close. So, it as out. a prequel to A New Hope, uh, this is all about yeah, getting the, the plans to destroy the Death Star, which Luke then uses to uh, shoot a torpedo down a chute to blow up the Death Star. It's about Jen Erso trying to, and her father, Galen Erso, who is the guy who designed the Death Star, and the motley crew of rebel scum that help her go and retrieve said plans and, uh, spoiler, all fucking die in the process. <laughs> that is so much better than what I did. It's true. Um, so yeah, they get the they get the plans off into Leia's hands. Cue episode four. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so I think uh, that being said, I think the best place to start in discussing Rogue One is just talking about it as a Star Wars movie, which you know I think both of you mentioned, and um, I will I will turn it over to our roasters to to do that. So mm-hmm. so what do you what do you guys think about just you know the things that in our in our yeah, heart of hearts? What about opening statements? Oh oh. You're right. Oh, what about opening statements? <laughs> opening what statements. About Never mind. Forget it. That's why I'm here, dude. I know. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. That's where we got a second set of eyes on this shit. <laughs> yeah. It's a whirlwind. Um, okay. So Scott and John Boy. Oh, fuck. Not me first again. Whoever. I'll go, no, I'll no, go no, first. No. Thank you. Yeah. John Boy. Can Please. Go. Okay, opening, yeah. Statements. opening statements, folks. Why is this movie good? Why should people see this movie? Why do you like man? I'll go, yeah. All right. Why do you like it? If you're a fan of Star Wars at all, like yeah. even a little bit. Yeah. If you liked A New Hope, even just like this much then and if you plan on seeing a star wars movie in the future if you plan on seeing it in the future he wasn't kidding he's gonna is, do this the this whole is time a, this, <laughs> is there <Nick? laughs> then this is a great movie and also movie. because it's fun and fun. exciting and exciting. there's there's so much stop, to like there's so that. much to like i know that cg's creepy and we're gonna get to that yeah but but this has all the hallmarks of a great star wars movie and I think it pushes the franchise forward in a, a really important way because we're going to start seeing, we're going to see Star Wars movies every single year now. And it's really important that they get off on a good foot to like, not just for the episodes, because those are going to come. We're going to have one of those later this year, but we're going to have other Star Wars movies that come out that happen in the universe. And it's important that they set up how those are going to go down. And I think Rogue One puts them in a really good spot to say, this is how we're going to move the franchise forward. This is how we're going to take this really lucrative and 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 fertile crop of of stories, and 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 this is how we're going to present it to people. Amen. Nice, Scott. Anything to Scott? add? I mean, that was a, you're a very succinct man. 
<laughs> just, just got down to science. Give me a minute. I, I won't. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to a few people before this podcast started just to sort of see where the two different sides were coming from. And there were a lot of different things. People were like, oh, well, it's, it's cool to have different ethnicities and different roles and different genders and different roles. And it very much is. But to me, while that's an excellent thing, I don't want to base the movie's credibility on like how it did outside of the movie. I just like, I want to look at how the movie was as a thing I watched and how the movie was as a thing I watched was something I really enjoyed. I went through it being very skeptical and I came out of it being like, wow, I want to go watch that again. Hmm. And so that's how I want to look at it. Nice. Okay. Um, I still want to start where I was trying to start earlier with <laughs> Rogue One as a Star Wars movie <laughs> um, uh, or a Star Wars story. Or Star Wars, if you film. will. Yeah, was that was that the that was the tagline? Was that actually the tagline? Rogue yeah. One, a Star Wars story. Do you think yeah. they're going to do that on every single oh, one? God, that's outside of the uh, episodes. Han Solo, all Star Wars, Star, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Han Solo, a Star Wars story. In case you Maybe were the next unsure, one could be a, a Star Wars tale. <laughs> so, roasters' thoughts on how Star Wars fits or how Rogue One fits into what what we think is Star Wars and how it edits that adapts uh grows the franchise mm-hmm. anybody whoever what do you think yeah so you guys were talking about how it sort of like ticks uh all the boxes like checks all the boxes as a star wars movie and i agree with that but you know it's like somehow to its detriment i feel like with like force awakens like the nostalgia that they bring back for the star wars movies it works really well at least for me in that and with rogue one it's a little it's a little hollow, like the little nods towards either a new hope or 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 anything like that. Like when the cameos and things like that, there are a lot of hands raised in the studio. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. So push whoever, through. Go. Go. Oh, okay, John Boy, John Boy. I felt that uh, for Force Awakens, I felt like the, the the nods were 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 very calculated. Like they mm. had to, I think, reassure the Star Wars audience that like Disney was coming in and they were taking over the franchise and they were going to make Star Wars movies, but they weren't going to just like run roughshod over everything. They were going to make Star Wars movies. And I think they did that with Force, Force Awakens. They really harkened back to some like meat of the series. But I think Rogue One, Rogue One, what, what it did was it stretched some of the conventions of the series in a way that are really important. No scroll. No John Williams score. Um, you know, everybody, everybody dies at the dies. end. Like this All is not your. This is not a Star Wars story. That this is like a, this is a one off, right? And they need to be able to tell these stories if they're going to put out a movie every year for for Star Wars. They need to be able to tell these kinds of stories that don't necessarily feed into that. So like, yeah, of course they nod to certain things. Like, I mean, this movie happens right before a new hope. So of course they're going to nod to a new hope, but I don't think that it works to its detriment. I think that, it, and, and in fact, I think that they, they take that and they, and they, and they, they fuck with the fanboys real hard. Cause you follow the message boards, man, they were pissed about a lot of that <laughs> shit I said and, <laughs> and good fuck them because they're, they're going to be, we're going to be making these movies for 20 fucking years now. And it, they, you can't make the same movie over and over again with the John Williams score and the fucking scroll and all of that. You can't do that 20 fucking times and expect people to spend the one or one to four times that they go to a movie theater in the year on a star Wars movie when the Avengers are around the corner. Right? Like, so. <laughs> uh, Maddie. Yeah. So I think, um, to me, Rogue One adds to the Star Wars franchise more than it takes away. And I know I'm a roaster, so hear me out. Um, (laughs) I think that the final 15 minutes of Rogue One was the strongest part of the movie. I think it added, um, it uh, redeemed Darth Vader from what we had most recently seen him in. Um, And them fighting to bring the plans to like the last dying soldier's breath to like get it into Princess Leia's hands, I think adds weight to A New Hope because you see it from their angle versus In A New Hope, you see it from Luke's perspective, which is he's coming to rescue a princess. And sure, you see Alderaan being blown up and all that. But like the the emotional crux of A New Hope is... um, Ben Kenobi dying. It's not what they went through to get these plans. It's Luke's journey and the death of his mentor and all of that. And Leia's comforting Luke. Um, And so I think Rogue One adds a needed weight to a new hope of what the rebellion has sacrificed to then lead it to actually destroying the Death Star. You go, holy crap, they've been waiting for this moment for like a long time. Right. And also it was a huge plot 
hole in A New Hope, like yeah. how they even got the plans. And I thought yeah. they they cleaned that up really nice. Yeah. Except but, for those ball and things. And so those balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I think that is a quote from Return of the Jedi. Yeah. No, it is not. Oh, no? No, it's, it's, no, 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 no. It's A New Hope because they go and... Mm. Many Bothans died yeah. to bring us this no information. Yeah. No, no Bothans died. And so, I don't think she said. I don't think she went over what is. Unless no there was a ship died. full of Bothans in that star battle that. <laughs> but she then just why would you talk about them? Mention anyway. Yeah. And <laughs> so ahead, I think it, it adds more to Luke because you have Luke, you know, at the end of the New Hope, going. They're like, "Holy crap, we're never gonna be able to destroy this thing." And he's like, "Oh, what's the big deal? Like, I used to like." do target practice all the time and it shows that he does not get what has happened and that sets up his journey it does kind of make it funny when darth vader's like i know what you've been doing and princess Leia's like we're on diplomatic mission he's oh, like i fucking sure. saw, I you. saw you five minutes <laughs> like ago. five minutes yeah. ago doing that that Cue being said yeah. <laughs> that was amazing the three-fourths of the movie adding uh leading up to that fell flat to me the characters okay. the motivations Jin, um you know all of that so i think i totally agree i think it was a necessary step in the star wars franchise in the universe but what we can the original content because the last 15 minutes is not original content it's it has it's you know, it, it has to lead to something. Sure, they know right. what the end goal is. Yeah. That three four setting up fell flat for me, and that's what I'll talk about later. So, many <clears throat> <laughs> Bothans uh-huh. died to bring us this information. Is a quote from Mon Mothma from yeah. Return of the Jedi. What? Oh, he so, got it. Where? What part? What? It's the Death Star Redux, and let's not. Uh, oh, so it's really? not. It is not referring oh. to the original Death Star. So the Bothans got the plan for the second Death Star. So in our yeah. second Rogue Star Wars so we'll see, so Rogue we'll 2. Rogue Bothans. Rogue 2. Bothans story. God, I will die inside of this. <laughs> actually, between actually, Empire Strikes Rogue, Back and Return of the Jedi. Rogue 2, Rogue two. is the name of uh, the Snowspeeder that finds Han and Luke in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, is there going to be a Slave 1 in the Boba Fett one, which explains why it's Slave 2? I don't know. Hmm. Wait, Slave uh, Slave One is the name of... That's the, Boba Fett's ship. Yeah, yeah. Slave One? Yeah. Slave One. Is it One? Yes. Why the fuck would you name a boat like Titanic Scott. One? That's, what? that's a, He's got a point. I, I, I have don't a know. point. I don't know. It, that was it my favorite ship and I got the name wrong. That's not good. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what are you doing? I shouldn't be here. <laughs> um, John Boy. Yes? You had your hand up. Um... <laughs> yeah, no, I think that I think that the first that there there are some very important things that happened in the first like three quarters of this movie. There really are. No, I think that uh, what <laughs> I think that the most important for the franchise moving forward, and especially I think uh, if you follow the message boards, um, because I think that the 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 protectors of the wills are going to become very important. Yeah. That's oh, what you sure. pulled out. Is sure. No, 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 no. This is this is fucking legit. This is legit. This. If you watch the fucking if you watch the trailer for the Last Jedi, <laughs> which there is, there are very very strong. They they hint very strongly that Luke has been going back and reading ancient Jedi texts. Maybe even more ancient than the Jedi. Back to the protectors of the wills. So it's really important that we prime the pump. That people know what these guys are, what mm. they do, what you know, like that we that we put a character to that group, and 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 I think a beloved character. Donnie ends up badass, and if anybody in here says they're he's fucking not, you're just fucking wrong. <laughs> he's so good. That's he's so yeah, good. We got some shaking heads. That's a, that's a losing stance. What? Donnie, what? Yeah. Donnie you got you got complain uh, about Donnie Yen over a here. Great actor. Oh. Go ahead, go ahead. Great you take your best shot. No, no, do we, do Come it. at me. <laughs> do we have? Do we have any other thoughts on? Uh, on oh, oh, just where oh. this fits in the in the in the franchise. Uh, and, all I was gonna say was uh, it was it was really nice to see some ATAT at at walkers yeah. on the opposite a, a of beach. snow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh man. Um. And yeah, I think it was also nice to see uh, Forrest Whitaker's character kind of in that in that like cyborg state that Darth Vader's in, but uh, jankier. But jankier. Breathing <laughs> so it's like kind of established that Darth Vader isn't the only robot man. 
that, oh, that exists. Okay. And I, I think it people did, got fake hands and shit. They got they got breathing <laughs> apparatuses and fake legs and stuff. Yeah. It's Grievous just, was nothing but robot. If man. you're in the rebellion, yeah. it's janky though, man. Yeah. Like you're not getting that top end His empire feet tech. It was, <laughs> like, it was world building. You're getting that black yeah. market robot yeah. crap. Your dumpster. <laughs> And he's got his little, he's got his little fucking Dennis Hopper from Blue Velvet, like, in an alien thing. And again, like, uh, uh, redeeming Darth Vader, I think, was a huge point. We got, yeah. we got the, the Darth Vader scene we never got at the very end of Rogue One. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, well, and frankly, we, the only Darth Vader scene we should have gotten in Rogue One because the other one was Oh, I know. Yeah. No, listen, crap. listen. So no, like, here's the Look at my volcano castle. Yeah, they just yeah, had Darth yeah. Vader you, show up and it's just dark and a lightsaber goes. Like, that would have been... That was awesome. Like, I know. I think Darth, Darth Vader, if, you, if in the comics, though, is a one-line machine. Yeah, like, but, he is all about some one-liners. Like, yeah. <laughs> But having it in the movies makes such a bigger deal. Especially when they've gone and officially given another tier of canon, for sure, for sure. But like, like, they never really, they never really get to that part of Darth Vader's character in the other movies, right? Where he talks shit to people Mm -hmm. before he aces (laughs) them, and like he does, he does talk shit. Like he one liners the shit out of people. Like he does, but like the coat, like the cloak flip and the walking, it was like excessive. Yeah, what a choke on your like. like, I know you're waiting for sassy Darth Vader. Yeah, here he is. (laughs) My favorite Darth Vader line in the comics was he he jumps down into a group of rebels and he's like. I'm surrounded by fear and dead men. Like, like, <laughs> that's, that's like we have you that's surrounded. Sick. All that's I'm like, surrounded by is fear and dead men. I was yeah. like, he's zoom, like, zoom, 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 zoom. yeah, one liners, dude. He's got him. He's but got I him. mean, choke on your ambition. That's what he says. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah that's, and he well, doesn't waste it. I mean, he's also he just like, choking the guy too. I know. It's so a like, shitty pun. He's, he, he he's like the badass so in the galaxy. Dad no one's jokes. ever going to tell him his puns are bad. No one. Like he can do whatever he die. wants and no one's going to be like, oh, that wasn't very funny. Yeah, fair. <laughs> so if are anything, you, it's world building. Are you an expanded universe guy? You were saying that you didn't like they added another tier of canon. Fuck that, man. There's so many cool stories out there. Oh, yeah, man. fair. I never got into the books, but... I, I, we, that's a, that's a, that's a whole, whole, whole other podcast, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with, with you on this. What does this look like? Some kind of book nerd I was psyched there was a second back to Tank yeah. in the entire thing. We're still talking about Rogue One, right? <laughs> Watch movies. <laughs> it's not 24 pages per That's second. That's what's up. <laughs> That'd be oh. fast as shit. That would um, be fast. It's a flip book. Speaking of that, puns. <laughs> Um, so okay, so we're we're jumping into Darth Vader as a character. We can we can start addressing um, just kind of like the the oppositional teams of the movie, which is you know the team of Re- the band of rebels that is invading uh, Scarif and um, you know getting to Galen Erso on the name of the rain planet escapes me at the moment, but. Um, so the, many planets. You know the wet, the wet one. It's not important. It's the rain. Wet one? It's you rain, know which one we're rain and about. sharp rocks. The planet. Rain and sharp um, rocks. The planet. But uh, but yeah. So so I don't know. There, so there's the whole band of rebels, and then there's you know we have uh, Kren- director Krennic. My and roommates are Tarkin, <laughs> and uh, I don't know Darth Vader too. But you know the the, the uh, a, a very centralized protagonism in the movie I don't think that's a real that's word. definitely not a word yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, but yeah what do we what do we think I, roasters can start on I know you have We're Maddie has real thoughts on Jin or so yeah I think just in general like a heist movie lives and dies by its characters so we're calling this heist movie. I mean, that's what it is. I right? think yeah. that's yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's fair. Like yeah. every, I got super excited when I'm like heist mm-hmm. movie in Star Wars. And instead, we kind of got like a Star Wars movie that it's like kind of like a war movie, and like there's a little mm-hmm. bit of a heist. But mm-hmm. um, sure, but in terms of like the characters in this, they're all half baked, and they all you know like one thing about each of them, and you know nothing else. Nothing else is explained, and and for a movie that spends two hours almost with them trying to like have these moments between each other. That like amounts to nothing and learning little besides that like uh, Jin loves her father. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's where the movie falls apart because because I'm not arguing that the last 15 minutes aren't great because I think they're great. Mm. Yeah. You know, I'm and the glad first we're scene, all unanimous. Yeah, and, <laughs> and everyone's like, nodding. Okay. And the first scene I think is pretty badass too. That's a great setup. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's like yeah, the it middle is. two hours where you're running in circles just to get to the this one planet where you learn nothing about anybody. 
and yeah. it's just very frustrating. Scott. So I don't think the argument that you don't have whatever story elements you're looking for is like a trump card. I don't think that means the movie's shit. Because just because you can say like this third of the movie wasn't good compared to all these other spectacularly written movies doesn't mean that you can't enjoy the rest of it. And so, well, you're not wrong that it wasn't like a spectacular demonstration of wonderful character writing doesn't mean that the rest of it wasn't excellent. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that it necessarily needed to be. The point of Rogue One, the point of Rogue One as a movie was to kind of flesh out this period between point A and point B. And they did that really well. Like, all you really needed from these characters was to get them from point A to point B. Like, I think that they, that, that Jin Urso functioned pretty well as a, as a vehicle to move the plot from, from, from where they were to where they ended up at the beginning of New Hope. And that's fine. You know, like, like it is a heist movie, you know, a little bit, and, and it's also a war movie too because there's a war fucking going on, and, and you know, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. It's not just, it's not any one of those things, but more than any of that, like this is a flesh out the the universe kind of story, and I think that they did that pretty well by, by bringing up a lot of different elements from the universe and and just kind of introducing them before they just start writing a whole bunch of new content and sure. throwing it at people. Sure. Yeah. Well-rounded characters are good characters, but it doesn't mean you can't watch a guy for an hour and a half in an hour and a half. And they all fucking time. died, so what are you yeah. pissed well, off so about? That, <laughs> so that's the thing. That's the thing, okay? All, them all dying at the end is a great decision, right? It's it's edgy for Star yeah. Wars. Oh, thank, and it, thank God. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine if they showed up yeah. and yeah. like, fuck that. Yeah. So that's a no. great decision, but imagine how much better the movie would be if I really cared about any of these characters and they died. Like, mm-hmm. like if I knew more than just uh, that Donnie Yen just says that one line and he's blind or that his friend is just his friend and like backing him up or that... You do know more than that. You don't know anything about you, any of these characters. You do. He is a protector of the wills. He tells you all about the caber crystals and how about... That's not about That's him, exposition. Though. That's exposition <laughs> that has to do with moving the plot forward but that's that has true. not about that's the That's the characters. whole point of the fucking movie is moving the plot <laughs> forward in a larger sense. Maddie, Maddie, go ahead. So, um, so yeah, kind of going back on... So first, for a heist movie, you need to have great villains. Like, you need to have great villains where they're actually, like, at odds with who can actually prove to be kind of a match for kind of, like, the the um, scrappiness, you know, mm, of, like, the rebel mm-hmm. team. Um, so before I get into just Jen and, and what I sure. thought about her... Um, it just really lacks in it. It's you have Darth Vader who has a pretty bad moment and then comes back and he's badass at the end. You have Krennic, Krennic, Direct, director Krennic, who yeah. is kind of a bitch and gets strangled by another I villain in the movie. He's, in my notes, he's I awful. L- he's in my notes. I literally have Krennic equals a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's awful. You know him in a cage with any of the rebels. You're like, ah, Krennic's dead. You know, like he's not he's not badass and he's not badass in like a Lex Luthor sense where he's super charismatic and his team. He's just sure. stupid. He kind of harkens back to the the problem with the prequels, which was just bad, annoying villains. Um, and then you have a CGI Tarkin who also lacks the weight that he should have had on the screen. So I think you don't really have anyone. So it doesn't feel as good for them to, to win at the end against villains who are all, I agree, half baked. And then I, I mean, we can go into that. I'm not sure if I should allow for a rebuttal, but um, in terms of Jin, oh, no I rebuttal. think no. I've decided. You're claiming my time. claiming my time. I totally disagree that the movie should serve as exposition. I think we got, I feel as a woman who loves Star Wars, I got baited into Rogue One Mm -hmm. saying, we are going to give you, we are going to give you a rogue woman. We're going to give you a woman who is uh, unprincipled, dishonest, is still going to be your protagonist by the end. You're going to grow to love her, all of that. And we got a half-baked, neutered, like piece of paper of a character mm. and I feel that I was baited in as a woman saying we're going to give you this amazing you're finally going to get a woman who maybe doesn't mean well and has to learn a lot through this movie and is dishonest and unprincipled and a rogue mm-hmm. she did zero rogue things throughout the whole movie zero rogue she doesn't things. even say rogue one She's so right. She's dead now, so you're cool. Like, <laughs> I mean, all the Star Wars characters so, are dead. It was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far that's away. True. Um, hey man, we haven't um, seen Luke die yet. He might be immortal. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they live on through the force, man. Come oh, on. Mm. Um, well, uh, well, um, uh, not to excuse your point of the characters being thin, because I actually, I, I think I agree with you, but, but, I think uh, Force Awakens uh, was this production team's uh, avenue for for communicating to the. The, the fandom which had been betrayed mm. I, I still haven't even seen episode three yet oh. like i mean um, to be fair that's the best of the, <laughs> of the prequels yeah i don't know i like I, I stand by my opinion anyway so uh all to say we'd been burned right and i'm not even the biggest star wars fan but so force awakens establishes that this franchise can exist and not suck yes rogue one um, was kind of our first uh, uh, foray into like how we're going to build the universe. Yeah, and it is really fast paced, and it is uh, uh, a lot of exposition. But and that's no excuse for weak character writing, right? But uh, you know, in in context with the tumultuous history of the Star Wars universe, I think it kind of makes sense. You know, uh, I do wish that Jin was a little bit stronger of a character and. And and that uh, there there was a little bit more expansion on on their relationship. I feel like at the end it's like, I mean they fucking did not like each other until the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> There's and like then, a look. They like exchange they one look, look and, and they're like, sucks, you got yeah, it. right? Yeah. Like they're like the plot. I think the they should have died right. separately. <laughs> I think they shouldn't have even died anywhere near each other. You know what yeah. I mean? That would been... one of them should have fell off that platform. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yes. well, and she should have punched him straight out for trying. I mean, to kill he already dad. did. Like, fall she's off like, the oh, hey, you tried to kill my dad. I'm like, come on, that's Jin. the only this reason I'm hanging moment. out for like, this for this mission. Anyway, yeah. So Man. I think, I, I mean, I agree. Like, there needs to there needs to be a lot of exposition. I do still think it gave a new hope, a lot of weight in True. what it set up. That being said, and I'm putting on my lady hat. Um, I think they owe. Uh, female fans better than what they gave us with Jen. I think they do. It's called Ray. Mm. Exactly. So we're not Ray. talking about that movie. Mm. So preach. <laughs> I love Ray. Uh, she's sick. a fully fleshed out character with hopes and dreams and mm. aspirations and, more and flaws and more yeah. to come and an actual character arc. I cried when Ray got the lightsaber at the end. Like I was invested <laughs> in that. I did not cry when Jen died. I feel like the whole time. You know, we're kind of we're seeing this trailer and it's going like, oh, she's actually going to rebel. And she I wanted to see a female character who wasn't likable at the beginning. I think it's important that we see female characters who aren't just either amazing like Ray, who everyone would be crazy not to like. I wanted to see a rogue character who did unprincipled things. Yeah. I feel like they gave some of her character moments to Cassian, like Cassian killed an informant at the beginning. Yeah. That could have been Ray to show that she was like an un you know, principled rogue, yeah, essentially. Yeah. She has no agency. They just the movie at her, like... flimsily passes, like, the Bechdel test for how much they baited sure. us in the... Tra- like, the trailer passes the Bechdel test better than the movie does to me. Like, it does, but it's more like her mom telling her to hide mm-hmm. because they're coming after her dad, and then Mon Mothma saying, we need to save this rebellion by going to save your dad. Right. So they could have changed that by adding one female character in the cast... And I think Jin herself wasn't strong enough to hold the movie and essentially kind of live up to the promise that they had given Real us. Real quick, just to break in oh, go ahead. Uh, to define Bechdel test for the oh, layman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Bechdel test is a, a test you can apply to movies mm-hmm. where... Um, that they will fail. Uh, a, <laughs> lot, a lot definitely yeah. fail. Um, the test is that two female characters... Two named female characters. Two named female characters have yeah. a conversation with each other about something other than a man. Yes. Seems like a pretty low bar, yeah. right? Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> Real quick, they they hint at uh, uh, Jin's like sordid, crime-filled past, right? Yeah. With Forrest Whitaker's character. Well, is that she, right? she's like and getting transported. She she's they a say she's yeah, a she's weapons in a prison. dealer. That's kind of agree with they Kevin, right? They just say they list her stuff. Yeah, but yeah. but we don't get to see any of it. it you know what I mean? And they I could have had her. They could have had her smuggling some weapons. She has her informant. The deal goes bad. She kills her informant to escape because she's a weapons dealer. That's what she would do. It's <laughs> like I feel like the character moments were given to her yeah. male counterparts yeah. that could have really strengthened her John, character. John, well, you got a point? I think, and I'm not trying to lower the bar here at all, but 
this Rogue One is essentially a one-off. It's a one-off story. It's a one-shot. If you ever played D&D, you don't like, <laughs> you know, like what it did, what it did pretty well. You know, this was a really well-contained story as far as like this time period and this series of events that happened between these two pretty well-documented uh, points in time. And I don't feel like any of those characters really let me down because they all fucking died and they got me <laughs> to the beginning of A New Hope with a kind of new appreciation for what happened. And I was like, fucking A, right? Yeah, like all those fucking awesome characters. And something died. I had, honestly... <laughs> they all I died on that stupid beach resort planet. I hadn't really even thought about it. Like, <laughs> how did they get the plans? It wasn't until, sure. like, Rogue One came out that people were like, yeah, that's a huge plot hole in, in A New Hope. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, never thought about and, it. And yeah. they needed they need to address stuff like this because these kinds of movies, these one shot movies, are going to continue to happen. They are going to continue putting out yeah. one shot movies well, the, like this. The next every the, between every episode that comes out every yeah. other year between next year one's Han Solo, Han Solo, the right? backstory with, uh, yeah. with uh, behind the music with Han Solo, <laughs> <laughs> Dong Lover as Lando yeah, Calrissian. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 somebody as Han Solo. We I, he's, Alden he's kinda, uh, It's Alden. Yeah, yeah. He's he's good. Has he been in other stuff? Was he, <laughs> he was in, he been in Hail, Hail Caesar, Caesar yeah. and that's kind of oh, it. Oh, okay. um, he the guy from the One Direction? Scott. <laughs> so going off what you were saying and kind of what I was alluding to before, I liked that it it was a movie that took place over like some handful of days, like two days a week, whatever it was. It wasn't the big epic that all the other Star Wars movies were, and that wasn't at all the point. Mm -hmm. And you can make the argument that the characters didn't go through a big transition, which of course, and you make it's the only point a couple that days, right? exactly you make the point that you'd be more attached to them if more happened, which of course. But I was refreshed that it was a movie that didn't try to hit like didn't try to be that because that wasn't the point of the movie it was just like this thing happened and you watch these people scrap through it mm -hmm. and maybe it was a little corny at the end where they were literally looking out into the sunset as the <laughs> atom bomb went off which was yeah. whatever yeah but i liked that it was a movie just felt oh this scrappy thing happened and it happened over three days and they met these new people and these guys were assholes and this guy was a liar and <laughs> he went to this and everybody died and there were a couple cliffhanger moments but whatever it was cool to watch it just be its own thing and it, it was fun to watch it as it happened it wasn't like a how do you apply this to everything else it was a I like this moment and I like this moment and I like this moment back to back to back to back until the end mm -hmm. May yeah I mean I think I still think it was a fine movie I enjoyed it I went to go see it um, and, and that's fine if that's what it wants to set out to do but to me watching the trailer that's not what they sold us on they sold us yeah. on a rogue female protagonist finally we're going to like give it to you and that's just not what happened? Like they took out key moments from the trailer and never put them in the movie. They changed around the movie. Um, mm -hmm. To me, it was a little bit like, you know how they did the new Beauty and the Beast and they're like, we're going to have this like progressive moment for, uh, you know, like gay rights in our movie. And then it was like a haphazard, like two <laughs> men running into each other on yeah. a dance floor. Hey, are you maybe right. gay? That's I how I Two felt. boys touch hands. Right. And they kind of look at each other crazy. for less than a my second. My world is rocked. I don't think I can <laughs> let my kids see that. And that's how I felt. What, so I watched the Rogue One trailer and I'm like, finally, we're going to get a fleshed out female character that is different than Rey, Princess mm -hmm. Leia, and Padme Amidala. Yeah. She's going to be nuanced. She's going to be... Um, what they've afforded to the male characters over the series, yeah. the franchise, where male characters get to be assholes and yeah, still Han get Solo, to be fun and likable and play these different parts. And the movie was not that. So I'm kind of like, if that's not what you wanted to do, then don't do that, but don't yeah. sell us on it. So don't you're, say so, you're going to do so it. So you're, you're telling me that the trailer was not exactly what the movie was. <laughs> oh not what my they sold us fucking on. god! I'm not go <laughs> I don't. I don't know how strong that point is, but <laughs> um, I think so. I, my critique with the movie is not that that I want six character arcs between all the characters. My critique is you have two hours before the awesome ending and after the pretty cool beginning, and. You, for me, you didn't do anything with those two hours. Mm. You go through a series of steps that, even if you introduce that one thing that might come back and like, like that little bit of information, you're you have two hours and you don't do anything with it. You 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 get the game together like eighteen minutes in or something. I looked and uh -huh. and from eighteen to like two hours because the movie's like two hours and twenty minutes. Yeah. Uh, you are going through this series of like things back and forth that I just really would have liked if they had spent less time. 
uh, you know, panning to C-3PO and Ugh. R2 and stuff like that. <laughs> and, you know, just give me something to have some empathy for these characters. Because if yeah. your grand ending, besides the Leia handoff, which is great, if your grand ending is that they die, I want to know that just some guy d- died isn't isn't as momentous as, like, he was this. Or even if they, like, introduced the story, the love story a little bit better, I think it was mm-hmm. shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, if they did that, and you could do that, in, like, so easily, that that would have just made it that much better and would have justified the middle two hours. Because I think last 15, 20 minutes, while they're good, they don't justify the, the first two. For well, me. and we yeah. saw that in movie in a minute, right? We could all remember the beginning. Could all remember sure, the end. Yeah. <laughs> and then the middle was like planet hopping. Well, hey, yeah. let's, let's and talk. no one could remember what order, when, where, like all that. Sorry uh, to, like, to pick fair, on you. But like, seriously, that's like the, you know. <laughs> that. And to be fair, that had to do with reshoots. Clearly, like Forrest Whitaker's character had a much bigger role. And they just mm-hmm. cut like all of it. Because you think he, so? he has such like a yeah. design and, it, yeah. and, and and like such like a backstory that they throw at you so fast that it just doesn't it doesn't justify like <laughs> the two, two and a half he's, scenes. He's a criminal. He's a war criminal. OK, right. okay. The, 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 the <laughs> Ten lines and he's dead now. Okay, all right, for him to die. I, I loved it, his character. I did. By the way. It does seem I weird. Say this, but I did not like his character at all. I thought mm-hmm. it was stupid. And when I saw his character, like I wanted to join the Empire, and <laughs> I, I, like, I, I, there's this weird feeling of like nostalgia for Jar Jar Binks that I've never felt in my life before when <laughs> I saw it. Oh, it was, God. it was you think so he's worse than Jar Jar Binks. I think at least Jar Jar did stuff. He Force Whitaker doesn't do anything on accident. Everything hey, he does is on accident. Force Whitaker didn't do anything because he's not real. Hey man, George is uh, wait what? <laughs> okay. And he did do real, something. Real quick he though, took let's down let's, the... let's talk about what does happen in the middle of the Killed movie. Uh, uh, yeah. Jin Jin goes Supreme to power. what is Force Whitaker's character's name? Saul, Saul Guerrero. Thank you. She goes to so him threatening for why. To get the mess, well, they go the there to get the pilot, was, the he Empire was like her pilot, Bodhi. Right, who was the defector. Yeah. Okay. Right. And he had the uh, the message from the hologram. Yeah. And, so, and, yeah. And, and while all that's happening, we're establishing that there, uh, the, 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 the rebels aren't a unified uh, uh, front. Front. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's, there's extremism there's and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And that, and, and that the Empire is hoarding caber crystals. Right. And so to there's all end? these protectors of the yeah. wills that are just kind of out on the streets hanging out now. Which is another <laughs> thing never really explained is how the Death Star fucking works. Like, yeah, yeah. You well, know. you want them to Probably stop kyber crystals. and be like, so here's the schematics. Well, I guess. Mean? I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I mean, I'm just saying it's a point that, that, that uh, do you, do to you this need movie's that, credit... I mean, I'd, I'd like to know how it can shoot a laser that can blow up I think this planet. is a super perfect analogy for what my thought on this movie is, where some of the holes people are poking in it are like, it doesn't do this, and the characters don't move, and it doesn't build in this big mythology, and I don't think that was even kind of the point. I thought it was two hours of watching people do something that I really liked watching. Mm-hmm. But you don't you remember those two hours. I don't care. I remember what it looks like. <laughs> the yeah. action. Well, I don't, the I don't, action I don't remember the eight yeah. hours I spent on <laughs> mushrooms. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a mushroom. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that was my we point, though, mushrooms? is that it, it is building the franchise it does, it in that yeah. like we get a little more insight on on how things work in this universe. Sure. And, yeah. yeah. And it the, was uh, compared to a war movie. And I think that's a really good analogy because you don't remember like, oh, this is the point where they did this and they hopped between the trenches. It was much more about. <laughs> what it was like to watch them hopping between the trenches and psych themselves up to it. Right. Well, and I'm- to be fair, like Star I have you know, Star Wars has veered away from over explaining things because that was one of the big issues with the prequels, right? They're like, who wants to know oh. how a galactic senate's veto powers were? Here's how an appropriations bill works in space, you know. It's like it's way too much, you know, like trade embargoes. Yeah. Um so I do see that they're like so I did appreciate in Force Awakens it kind of went way away from that. It was mm-hmm. like, all right, like here's what's going on. We're gonna go back to like a character story. Yeah, true. I want to take on that note of you know kind of these wrap up things that we did like around about Rogue One of it just kind of getting back to just fucking moments in space and adventure and you know maybe we didn't know everything about all the characters but it's still a team of even if they're one note characters like we enjoyed a lot about parts of the movie while we were watching it whether it stayed with us or not we remember the first beginning and we remember the the end with the Darth Vader scene we always wanted and um, and all of this and we're gonna wrap it up because we're out of time yeah. <laughs> so Maddie where do you have to go uh, I think I'm going to see Dunkirk 
You think? Oh, oh, hell, oh hell yeah! Okay. <laughs> oh, I can't check my phone because yeah. I'm doing this, I'm doing this podcast. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we are we are yeah. unfortunately out of time. It's um, so final final Talk notes. About going yeah. to be disappointed. Yeah. Well, as you as you mime taking off the mask, we've mask kind of all off. been. I believe we've all yeah. been masks off this whole hey, time. Side note: We should do face off. Oh, oh God! Yes. John Travolta, and then we can say faces off. Faces anyway, off. Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> go around. Right, right let's go around. Uh, so, so like Robert said, we've all yeah. kind of. This is how we actually feel. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never had a mask on in this podcast. <laughs> it's true. This it's true. true. And, and Maddie's never not roasted a movie. We got to get you. Yeah, to I got to defend something. Do you, you know? Like we got some down the pipe. <laughs> I know. No, there's some coming like... out. Maddie just hates movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. She's well, the thing is, like, she's, so she's a book person. So, La La Land, there was no mask. I hated it, and I was like, gleefully roasting it. With Rogue One, I did enjoy it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was beautiful, like a beautiful oh film. God, like, what, yeah. was it Scarif, right, where they're going over the, the planet and they're looking mm-hmm. into it? And I was like, yeah. that oh, is a that beautiful cool? shot. The yeah. Iceland oh, scenes so nice. where mm-hmm. Galen and his family—I mean, just oh, yeah. gorgeous, gorgeous movie. Um, so yeah, but I can definitely see the flaws. I feel like I came in going, yeah, we're gonna get a jerk female character on screen, and we got kind of like <laughs> she's a, milk toast at best. Yeah, we kind of got someone <laughs> no, who you know, and, and she the, finds out her partner is gonna kill her dad. And I'm like, punch him, do something, and yeah. she's like, she, I got something to say to you. Fine, yeah. at least that wasn't you nice. didn't kill him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's something I didn't really think about before uh, that we recorded this podcast. So I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, you know, yeah, the characters are kind of neutered, but like. God damn if they aren't just knocking them out of the park with these, like, this... At least they're not the prequels. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. Like, That's you a can't, bad way to look at it. Uh, well, yeah, but what else did we have? I could do a oh, yeah. whole oh, yeah. podcast Scott, what do you, what about do you how think, the prequels then? were almost awesome. Yeah. What's your, what's your final note, Scott? We'll go to you next. On Rogue One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I mean, parting thoughts. So the whole mask off thing, like, had a little bit of a holding back because I'm supposed to be defending it where I really genuinely like the movie. Sure. Everything no, I said yeah. is super behind and I thought it was great that it was just sort of a not super deep movie that was just kind of a Star Wars action movie set in freaking palm trees which was awesome. Yeah. Um, I thought Donnie Yen's character was the dumbest thing I'd ever seen. <laughs> like I love Donnie Yen. He was great. We're supposed Man. to be wrapping this I up. Loved <laughs> yeah. But why was that in there? And that's kind of how I felt about the things I didn't like. It was just like sure. why? Right. Mm-hmm. Stab me right in the back, huh, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah uh, I don't hate this movie. I think I think it's okay. Um, I think it has a really good finale. And I, what's frustrating to me is when when I watch it, I think that like, I really would have liked to see more of a heist or more of a war movie, mm. and that it's like seventy percent Star Wars, which is fine. Um, mm-hmm. But we're already getting all these other. I think it would be really cool that Star Wars is, is a cool universe to do these genre stuff in. And, and I, I think, think we're gonna get there. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, yeah. so I was really excited that Rogue One was gonna be this heist movie. And it was like twenty percent heist, kinda. Um, it was a lot. Baby steps. That's true. Yeah. That's true. A lot of Star Wars. Um, you're right. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I'm I look forward to to more stuff coming out. Like yeah. the way they don't have to like adhere to r- rigid like Skywalkers and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but for this movie, you know, it, it fell a little short for me. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there's some good parts to it. I don't know yeah. what the fuck you're talking about defending the prequels, but we have been burned. <laughs> and these two movies have been the aloe for that burn. <laughs> John Boy, parting thoughts? Well, like I said, I don't I don't wear masks in this. I, I liked... <laughs> Rogue One, warts and all, man. Like weird CG and and yeah. and the weird kind of scene it sets up with Leia and Vader in A New Hope, and <laughs> I think yeah. that I like think, that makes that scene hilarious. We didn't even talk like, about it. She's so full of shit. She's so full of shit. What's the name of the general who they Grandma Tarkin? Tarkin. Yeah, Tarkin. Tarkin. Tarkin yeah. If they would have just had him in like reflections, yeah. like, they can't. They can't that would have been that. so silly. I watched the twenty minutes well, yesterday and I saw. A little bit of that, and they started it off with just seeing him a reflection. I'm like, that is the most forced thing I've ever seen. It oh, would have been some like, nice Bruce, fun. It would have been some Bruce Lee game <laughs> of death bullshit. Like, and you right? can't do that. You, it, this is Star Wars, motherfucker. You got to go big or go home. Yeah. Like, you like, can't, again, you can't. I just know it's gonna throw the like whole shit. CG yeah. ass in there. Watch yeah. it. And they yeah, did. And, and, thought, and, and it's over now. And you can. But weren't you saying though? You saw on like you recently saw it on like the smaller screen because like I've only seen it once in IMAX and that oh. was rough. Like yeah. Tarkin's I dead know, eyes I can, were I can defend that. filling the screen. You know? yeah, was, I, they were dead. They I mean, no that's kind of how those things go where, you know, on I don't know, honestly, 
I saw it a couple times in theaters, and even like the second time I saw it, I was like, hey, you know what? Tarkin doesn't look that bad. <laughs> he yeah, looks pretty thing. good yeah. for yeah. a n- person that's not living anymore. <laughs> I felt the same First way. time I'm like, and what? On the, and on the small, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and terrible. The, 300 people working for a year, and it looks terrible. I could do that in my sleep. <laughs> no, no, um, no. And on the small screen, like, I don't know. I think that if, if we didn't go in with being like, Peter Cushing died in like 1994. I think that, like, I don't know. I think kids watch this movie and they can go from Rogue One to Episode Four. They're not gonna notice. They're gonna be like, it's that guy from the other movie. And sure, yeah. well, you know what the funny thing is? Some people uh, that I've talked to, at least two, didn't even know, didn't notice. Really? Ew. Isn't that crazy? Awesome. Yeah. Gotta, I mean, I, yeah, I was right. like, bless their, their hearts. Their like, I think <laughs> give 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 that scene Dude. about ten years. And no one's going to be able to tell the difference. You can tell oh, the difference. Ten years, yeah, I years. Ten years will all be in Star Wars. Yeah, ten years <laughs> yes. from now, that scene is going to look like trash. But if they try to do it in ten years, yes, I think, I think we're going to like. Gonna I think we're going to fucking Peter Cushing. Yeah, can't wait for that Tarkin origin movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Polar <Yeah>. Tarkin. <laughs> Senate page Tarkin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robert. Legislative aid. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Read those thank credentials. You, thank you, everyone, for uh, for joining us today, Maddie, Kevin, Scott, and John Boy. Um, and thank you all for listening. Uh, if you want to, if you haven't seen Rogue One and are still listening, uh, you can watch it on, it's streaming on Netflix now. Um, and uh, for those of you that have seen it, thanks for, thanks for listening and taking the time to hear us argue about this movie that's more contentious than I think we were maybe anticipating. Um <laughs> If you want to keep up with everything 24 flames per second and follow us and everything uh, and be aware of when new episodes drop every Wednesday, uh, you can follow us on Facebook at 24 flames per second on Twitter and Instagram at 24 flames pod. And if you have thoughts on Rogue One, things that we didn't touch on in this episode, you can email us at 24 flames pod at gmail.com. And we are now on iTunes. So subscribe and rate us. Because that helps people see it more. And uh, that being said, uh, I'm one with the force and the force is with me. Let's let's get out of here. Uh, Bye, everybody. Bye. Fish media. Yeah.